Hey, good morning, church. Happy New Year. Uh, we are now in 2021. And just so happens we are on the very first day of our 21 days of prayer. If you didn't know it already, that's why we aligned it to start on a Sunday so you could be a part of it. So today starts 21 days of prayer. Pastor Kimberly mentioned it, my wife, right at the beginning of the service, um, that today's topic is declare, or uh, declare the word, meaning the Bible. So my suggestion to you, just right off the start, is if you don't already, follow us on Facebook or on Instagram to get each daily topic. So every day a new post will go out to tell you what topic we're asking us as a church, you, me, people in this room, people on Zoom, people on YouTube, all to pray together about on that day. Uh, my name is Josiah, if I haven't met you before, and uh, I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at the church. That video we just watched from, was from our lead pastor, Pastor Dave. He's right now on a sabbatical, but he, uh, he prepared that message for us just in advance because he wanted to share before we started our 21 days of prayer. And today, uh, I want to take a little bit of time, and I've been telling the people we're here in our Kelowna building, what we uh, call the studio, um, which is just, I, I don't know, it's the studio. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Hannah, the studio. <laughs> um, anyways, we, we call it the studio, and, uh, and today I, I said that I wasn't going to preach, and, and I'm going to try not to preach this morning, but what I would like you to do is I would like you at home to take out a notepad, a pen, a, a, a phone, a device, something to take some notes, because what I would like to do is I would like to give you some equipping this morning for our 21 days of prayer, because every year, for the last number of years, we've done a week of prayer, and, uh, and this year we decided to do 21 days or three weeks of prayer with one week of fasting. But how many, uh, and you don't have to admit it, uh, I guess I wouldn't see if you were admitting it anyways, but we all know that it's not always easy to pray. Um, so I really want to take this next 15 minutes and help us all to move from a spot that says 21 days of prayer is um, intense, um, and concerning maybe to a spot that, okay, this is, is manageable and something I can take a part in. So I wanna give you some resources, I wanna give you some tips, and I want to um, talk about a few things. Does that sound good? Yeah, great. Um, the, in the studio they said yes, and, and I see everyone at home just uh, firm agreement with me, so that's great. So firstly, I, I wanna let you know about the three opportunities that we have for you to engage in prayer with us as a church. So on Sundays, for the next three weeks, at 11 a.m., which means just shortly after the service is done, we are opening up a Zoom corporate prayer meeting. It's gonna be led by one of our location pastors or location leads each week. So this week, it's gonna be led by Nathan and Hannah Weston in our Revelstoke location. But we're asking for you to hop on at 11 till 11.30 to join us in corporate prayer. Uh, if you're looking for the link, that's on c3church.ca. The link is there now. It's really easy to find, but directly after service, join us, and that's gonna be led prayer. So there's a difference in our types of prayer. This is something that we call corporate prayer, which means we're not individually praying. It means we're joining together as one to pray on specific topics. I actually have a quote I wanna share with you um, on this. This is by Jonathan Graff, who's a, a member of the Harvest Prayer Ministries, Ministries. He says, true corporate prayer seeks God's, God's face as one body in one voice about one thing. So this is the opportunity to join our voices together, join our spirits together to pray corporately or together about something. So that's gonna be every Sunday at 11 till 11.30 on Zoom. Um, 
we're trying to make it so that everyone has an opportunity to jump in and be a part of it. The second spot that you can be a part of 21 Days of Prayer is on Wednesdays from 7 p.m. till 8 p.m. We did this for the first time, the very first Wednesday of December, which we have uh, separated as a time to join together in prayer. And what we called it was Scatter in Prayer. So for the next three weeks on Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m., we're asking you to be a part of Scatter in Prayer. Now, 2020 is over, so we should never speak about it again, right? Um, but uh, in 2020, there's so many interesting things that I think have happened. Um, we had someone praying here in, uh, before our service started in the studio here and prayed about someone who had found Jesus in 2020. And they were fired up. And I just loved hearing about the highlights of what there was in 2020. And one thing that I know has happened is, um, for many of us, our ability or access to the church facilities have decreased um, as you're sitting in your home right now. Uh, so we have had to be creative of how to be a church in this season. One thing that I love is this idea that's come. It actually was stolen and ripped off entirely and came from uh, our Rubble Soak location lead, Nathan Weston. But the idea to pray for our cities. So on Wednesdays, we are not going into a building, but we are going into the streets. From 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., and we're asking you to pray for the city. There's actually a verse in Jeremiah that tells us that as the city prospers, we as a church community prospers. Now that's going to challenge your theology for a moment. We are actually called to be the, uh, the bridge, if it will, on the blessing for our communities. We are called as a church to be the, the gap bridge for our communities. So we go out and we pray for our neighbors. We pray for our businesses. We pray for the issues that exist in all of our communities, affordable housing, homelessness, uh, these sort of things. So we're asking from seven to eight on Wednesday for you to scatter in prayer. Now, what this could mean is going down to the main uh, area of your city. Uh, a lot of our facilities that we meet in are in those areas. So you can go and pray in the main areas of the city, or you can choose something in your neighborhood and just pray the streets of your neighborhood. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to print off a map of my neighborhood, and I'm going to take each Wednesday and pray down different streets and try to cover my neighborhood in prayer. So Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m., wherever you are, whether you're in Revelstoke, whether you're in Vernon, whether you're in Kamloops, whether you're in Kelowna, wherever you are in this region that we've been called to as a regional church, we're gonna pray, scatter in prayer together. Now, of course, bring your spouse, bring a friend. I think that'd be a great way to do together. Now, thirdly, the third way that you can be a part of our 21 days of prayer or opportunities to gather is on Saturday, Saturdays, let me get these right, on Saturdays, and if you're not catching all this information, it is on the church website, c3church.ca. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., we are opening up our Kelowna building and our Revelstoke building for drop-in prayer. So that means from 11 to 1 p.m., it won't be led prayer, but this will be a time of personal prayer that you can come in, there'll be music playing, there'll be seats available, and you can come for five minutes, you can come for two hours, but you can come, sit, and pray. So these are three ways that you can be a part of it. So we, we invite you. Again, that uh, drop-in prayer is only in our Kelowna location and our Revelstoke location because we have our facilities available there. So come for drop-in prayer at that time. Now, the second thing I want to do, um, as I said, this is going to be a little different. The second thing I want to do is I want to give you some resources on prayer um, because I know about myself is, 
is I need resources. <laughs> this is why we have the Instagram and the Facebook feed that gives a daily topic of prayer because 21 days, I need someone to help direct me in that. Um, so then uh, 21 days of prayer, you can do that on Instagram, but I wanna give you some resources, some books that maybe you can find, uh, maybe you can find them on Amazon. I could not find them on the Okanagan Regional Library, um, but these would be great resources if you want to uh, engage in prayer. Firstly is this book, it's called Push. I'm gonna do this and zoom it in, or if I do this way, I think the other camera can get it. Oh, look at that. Good job, camera people. And let's hide my face. Oh no, or let's unhide by my face. There we go. It's called Push. Uh, it's by a pastor named Jurgen Matesius. He's now the pastor of uh, Awaken Church in San Diego. This book, Push, is an acronym. It stands for Pray Until Something Happens. Uh, Divine Principles for Praying with Confidence, Discerning God's Wills, and Blessing Others. I've read this book um, by Pastor Jurgen. It's a, a terrific book. I've actually bought it for other pastors before. It's a terrific book to give you um, uh, give you a perspective that prayer isn't just something that we do once, but it's something we do continually. It talks about a story in the Bible where, um, where someone was nagging Jesus, <laughs> nagging Jesus to show up in their lives. Um, and in some ways, that's what it's in, enticing you or encouraging you to do, that, that you shouldn't just stop praying until you see something happen. So Push uh, by Pastor Jürgen Mathesius. Uh, another great book, uh, this has been around, it's a New York Times bestseller, um, and it's by a pastor, his name's Mark Batterson, he pastors a church in Washington, D.C. Uh, not that everything is American, but these happen to be. It's called The Circle Maker. And The Circle Maker is a, a great book talking about, um, it takes an analogy from the story of the Israelites uh, traveling around the city of Jericho, believing for the walls to come down for them to obtain the promised land. And Mark Batterson talks about um, the idea of praying circles around things that you need to see change. Um, and I, I highly encourage that book. The third is a, a book here, um, and these are all books, there's, of course there's more resources for prayer books, but these are just books that I've read so I can give a, a recommendation for. The third book is by Pastor Phil Pringle. He's the senior uh, minister of C3 Global. It's called Inspired to Pray. This is actually a great um, book that you can do daily. I know I started doing that last year, every day. It's just a single page. It's almost like a prayer devotional. So each day it has a, um, a scripture, sorry, a scripture here, a poem written by Pastor Phil, and then a, a quick devotional. A great, great resource to just pray daily um, through that. So let me give you an example. This is, this is his first one here. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. This is what Pastor Dave was just praying. This is the poem that Pastor Phil wrote in it. If my people, who are they? Who is there? Has felt the cry to breathe again, air from another world, the breath this wind with voice from there, he sounds like no other. They rush to hear the sound of the people of if. Who heard if and said, we will. Deep into the dark night, their prayers pierce through the noise of an earth mad with anger. Brokenhearted, they cry for others as though it was themselves. But their highest cry is for his face and seeking they find emerging, glowing, different, calm, unassailable, the faces of lions, kings even, this secret place discovered by the tribe of if, them who said yes and did. Their land heals, their walk is strong. They fear the face of eternal's realm, this if people. Great resource uh, for prayer. That's by Pastor Phil Pringle. So three, three books, maybe I'll bring another next week um, to encourage you, but you've got three ways to be a part of 
prayer. You've got three books, um, suggestions. Oh, and the last is this. I guess this is another. Is we've made available as a church, we have a resource from a church in the States called the Church of Highlands. It's a, a prayer guide resource. Uh, we were gonna print it out, but we realized that's not everyone's best option. So if you would like it, the, the book is full of different prayers. So the Lord's Prayer or different types of prayer. And it gives a really great, uh, simple explanation of those. If you'd like that resource, you can just email the church at info at c3church.ca and we'll either send you a digital copy or if that doesn't work, we can send you a, um, a paper copy. Sound good? Everyone's like just leaning into this. I love it. Um, great. So here's, here's my simple, um, I want to give about five minutes of let's call it a preach. <laughs> I like air quotes, as you all do at home, I'm sure. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and I want to give you a, a little piece of, of encouragement in our 21 days of prayer. And then I, I'm going to finish this with 10 ways to get more out of your time in prayer. Just a quick bullet point. I was reading and thinking about our 21 days of prayer and realized something that I that hadn't really dawned on me. Now, I'm, I'm a... Uh, second generation, third generation Christian. What that means is my parents were Christians or grew up in church. Um, and so I grew up in church. Uh, I came to church regularly. I've come to church regularly most of my life. Um, and something that, that surprised me as I was reading these different books on prayer and thinking about prayer was this simple fact that you may not feel like you are allowed or able to pray. I had a teacher in school, uh, an English teacher, and people would always ask to go to the bathroom. They would say, can I go to the bathroom? And the teacher, being an English teacher and being who he was, would respond and say, I don't know, can you? Because of course the word can talks about our ability to do something, and then of course the, the students would then say, oh sorry, may I go to the bathroom? Because may speaks about our permission to do something and can speaks about our ability to do something. And I don't know about you, but you may be sitting there and saying, I don't know if I can. Do I have the ability to pray? But you may also be sitting there and you may say, I don't know if I may prayer, pray. If I have permission to pray. Am I, am I holy enough to begin in prayer? Am I skilled enough to begin in prayer? Of course, this is 2021. We're a few days into the new year, and a funny thing that happens in the new year is this weird thing called New Year's resolutions. I had someone send me a message just before the new year asking me what my 2021 goal was. Um, not New Year's resolution, <laughs> but goal. <laughs> um, and I was, I was thinking about it, the 21 days of prayer and thinking about this, this new year of, of resolutions. And of course, there's gotta be someone on the YouTube or in the Zoom right now, there's gotta be someone who is probably has set the goal of a fitness goal. I know Bree Hunter is here with us this morning and she's a fitness person, but someone obviously uh, inevitably chooses fitness. But how many of you know there's some of us who have said, you know what, I'm just not fit enough to begin working out. I'm just not strong enough to start working out. Now, I hope you understand the absurdity of that statement because it self-explains the fact that in order to get fit enough, in order to get strong enough to do that, you need to take the step. So let me tell you in your prayer life, in order to be at a spot where you feel like you are capable and able and, and can and may pray, you need to pray. 
Your eloquent prayer is not needed in the presence of God. It's actually an interesting thing about prayer. As you study and you go through the idea of prayer in the Bible, as you go through and recognize what prayer is, prayer we talk about as the relationship or the conversation to God. Oswald Chambers, he's a 20th century Scottish Baptist preacher. He said, prayer is coming into perfect fellowship and oneness with God. Prayer is a relationship and a living one at that. Although God may be changing, or sorry, although God may be unchanging, our relationship with him is ever changing. Now, can you pray? May I pray? The thing is that actually we get perfected in prayer and we are never perfect in prayer, but perfected in prayer. So my encouragement is that yes, you can. Now, now I know, um, I know as this, this life has gone on, we are all in very different situations. You may be the person who can right now, you can sit up and you can pray, God, thank you for the blessings in my life. But you may be someone who is far more likely and able to relate to a character like Job in the Bible and say, God, what in the world are you doing in my life? Like, this is horrible and have you left me? Let me tell you something. God is capable to hear wherever your prayer is at. Let's step it back for a moment in 2021 with 21 days of prayer and let's simplify it and give ourselves permission just to talk to God. Maybe it's an anguish. God, I anticipated life looking different. I lost my job. I don't know how my marriage is doing. I don't know how I'm gonna get through it. Maybe it's an anguish and suffering. Maybe it's in joy. I, I don't know, but either way, God wants to hear your prayer. You are able and you are permitted to pray. That's my encouragement a little bit to you uh, this morning is yes, you, you can and yes, you are able. Your prayers don't need to be eloquent. They don't need to be anything. They just need to be available and offered. With 21 days of prayer, uh, there's so many little things we can do to get more out of it. This might be something you do regularly, like reading the Bible daily. Uh, I know I've talked about it over the last few weeks a few times is we as a church have offered out a one-year uh, Bible in a year program to join with us on the YouVersion Bible app. I think there's about 30 people doing that with us at the moment, which January 3rd, you could still jump in. I know I saw someone jump in today, actually. Um, now, we, we want to believe this truth. We want to believe that prayer in itself will happen, just like we want to believe that reading my Bible in itself will happen. But the reason that we as a church have set apart 21 days of prayer is because prayer and reading the word in itself doesn't just happen. It happens from intent. It happens by having a plan. It happens by, by making it a priority. So with this 21 days of prayer, how are you going to make it a priority? You're all able, you're all available, you all can be a part of it, but how are you gonna make it a part of it this time? Uh, I wanna give you 10 ways to get more out of this time of prayer and then uh, I'm gonna turn it to uh, Pastor Kimberly, my wife, to close the service. I'm hoping this is helpful. It's not really a preach, 
Um, but that's okay. You've had enough of my preaching. <laughs> Everyone just said yes in the studio here. <laughs> 10 ways to get more out of this time of prayer. Firstly is this, what I've been talking about. Bring what you have. Don't bring what you don't have. Don't pray how you think you should pray. Pray with what you have. Some of your prayers will be de- very depressing if I had to listen to them. <laughs> but God's okay with it. Some of your prayers would be very annoying to other people because they're so joyous and their life hasn't been. But that's okay because God wants to hear from you. Just bring what you got. Is it joy? Is it sorrow? Is it questions? Is it uncertainties? Just bring what you got. Second, replace a bad habit with a good one. I was reading an uh, article recently about habits um, and it talks about you know maybe you have a bad habit of checking your phone all the time. I probably have a bad habit of checking my phone all the time or adjusting my shirt, which feels awkward right now. Um, but I have a bad habit of like, you know, checking my phone and oh, what, you know, like, okay, did I get any messages? No, no one, no one sent me a message, okay. Uh, you know, anything on Facebook, you know, these sort of things. So part of the reason I have found that the Bible uh, app on my phone works the best for me is, is it takes the bad habit of checking my phone and turns it into a good habit. I've actually removed on my phone, I don't get notifications, which is if you try and call me, it will never work. I don't get notifications from any apps, and I don't even have most of the apps. I don't have email on my phone. I don't have internet on my phone. All I have to get distracted by is my Bible app and a French learning program. So maybe what you need to do to get prayer in your life is take one of those bad habits you're trying to get rid of and change what triggers that and let it trigger prayer. Replace a bad habit with a good one. Third is uh, find ways to record your experience. This won't work for everyone, but this may be a helpful hint for some of you, is I have a journal. Um, I've been keeping journals or diaries, if that feels better for you. No, I've been keeping uh, journals, diaries, writings um, for uh, probably about 10 years. Sometimes, like this one being 2020, uh, I haven't got through the whole book. Sometimes I'll go through a book in a month, but maybe during this time of prayer, you wanna keep a prayer journal. Write down the impressions you get. Write down the things you're praying about. Prayer doesn't have to be prescribed in a way. Now, of course, there are great prescriptions and there are great ways to pray. There's the Lord's Prayer, which we talked about last week of how to pray. There's, there's all these other types of prayer, but ultimately, Prayer is just conversation with God. So why don't we strip ourselves of all these over, over, uh, overweighted items and step into just the core of it for a moment. So maybe a prayer journal would be a good way. So I wrote down, uh, sorry, th- third point was find ways to record your experience. Fourth is trust that he hears your prayers. Why don't you repeat that with me? He hears my prayers. One more time. He hears my prayers. We have to come believing he hears us. So why don't we just tell ourselves right now, maybe even that's the first thing you write at the top of your prayer journal. He hears my prayers. He hears my prayers. He hears my prayers. Five, show up. I I feel like so many things in our life are just simple, simply um, satisfied by the simple plan of showing up. In this 21 days, will you make a commitment to show up daily, to check that Instagram for the prayer focus and pray. 
to come to corporate Zoom prayer, even though it's Zoom, at 11 for 30 minutes? Have you looked at your screen time app on here where you wasted two hours on Facebook or you watched 17 shows on Netflix? I think you've got half an hour just to dedicate for three weeks in prayer. Will you put on all your snow boots and your jacket and your toque to leave your house at 7 p.m. on Wednesday to pray for your neighborhood? Will you come for five minutes, one hour on Saturdays to drop in prayer? I promise you a simple way to get more out of your 21 days of prayer is simply this, to show up. Show up with what you have. Don't put, ev- don't put expectations that are someone else's on you. Put expectations that are realistic. When you write down and decide, hey, I'm gonna pray this much each day, first look at it and say, if it, is this realistic? Is it realistic to pray in the shower every day? Yes, because I shower every day. Great. Is it realistic to wake up at 5 a.m. and do an hour of prayer? Probably not for all of you. So don't try and do that. Anyways, number six. Um, Set an intention for this time and finish it. Another way you could say that is set a goal. What is your goal for 21 days of prayer? Maybe it's just to hear God. Maybe it's to, like I talked about, is I want to pray around my neighborhood where I live. Maybe it's to pray for every business in your downtown core. Maybe it's to pray for each family member. Maybe it's to pray for our lead pastor who's on sabbatical. But find a goal so you've got something to work towards. And then, of course, finish it. Don't just write the goal, but finish it. Number seven, choose and follow a prayer focus. This is very similar to setting a goal. Um, But if you need help, if you need assistance, just follow the prayer focus that we're asking as a church for us to focus on. Like I said, again, today is declare the word. But on Instagram, on Facebook, you can find it every day, what our daily topic is. I think it gets put out at 7.45 in the morning. Number eight is buddy up. Now, um, I am not uh, the best person for all of this information, but I have heard that when you do things with others, you do them more often because both of you have to say no in order for it not to happen. Whether it be an appointment, whether it be a workout, whether it be a, uh, a health regime. You know, and if I make the decision to go vegan in my household but no one else in my household does, it will be harder for me than if we buddy up and make that decision. So maybe there's a buddy you can say, hey, I wanna pray at my lunch hour every day. Can I call you? And let's pray for 10 minutes on the phone on our lunch hour. Maybe you choose your spouse, who's a pretty close buddy, and you say, hey spouse, let's buddy up, and before we go to bed, let's take 10 minutes and let's pray together. I don't do it, my wife and I don't do it. I'm sure my wife would really love to do it. She's right there, so I'm pointing at her. I've always felt awkward about it, so don't feel condemnation or anything like that, maybe. Anyways, buddy up, great idea. Um, Number nine, rid yourself of rules. Whatever rules you have had about prayer, get rid of them. Because if they're keeping you from praying, they're not as relevant as you think they are. I have found in my relationship with Jesus, in my prayer relationship with God, that actually he is able to correct me when needed. So why don't you pray your anguish? Why don't you pray your concerns? Why don't you just sit there all day and say, oh God, I need you. 
There's lots of types of prayer. I'm gonna talk about types of prayer next week. Breathing prayer, the Lord's prayer, meditative prayer. But rid yourself of these rules and just pray. You'll get much further by just praying or just do it as Nike does. I can't stop doing these air quotes for some reason. (laughs) Just do it as Nike puts, rather than getting caught up on all the rules of prayer. Yes, there are things to get more out of prayer, but if that's keeping you, it's not as relevant. And 10, uh, the last, you know, how to get more out of this 21 days of prayer is be silent a little. I talk a lot, um, and I find in my prayer time, I need to be conscious and cautious not to spend so much time speaking to God that I don't have enough time to hear from God. The Bible talks about it as waiting on him. So in this time, I encourage you to be silent a little. Now that's... That's really all I have to share. I just wanted to give you some resources and some input of how to get more out of these 21 days of prayer. I hope there's been something. I encourage you, because you took out that notepad and pen at the beginning, that you wrote something down that you can apply. Uh, I, I would say that there isn't, there's every single person in our church would have the ability, the can, and the permission, the may, to be a part of this. You don't have to be a part of this in the way that I'm a part of it or the way that Robbie Collins is a part of it, or the way that Karen Ball is a part of it, or the way that John Skifton is a part of it. We don't have to be a part of it in the same way, but we all can be a part of it. So I encourage you to do your part, to just do it, to bring what you have, remove the rules, grab a buddy, read a book, come to a corporate prayer. So many opportunities. Before I turn it to Kimberly, I I think it only seems right to take a moment to pray. Would you bow your heads? Would you put away any distraction that might be um, distracting you at the moment? Dear Jesus, we thank you that you are available. We thank you that you are here. And we thank you that you haven't ordained 21 days of prayer, but you have gave an opportunity for us to pray. God, I pray that you would give us courage and strength to be real with you. That you would meet us where we're at in the much we have to offer or the nothing we have to offer. God, I pray that this would be a time where we hear your voice, where we're closer to you, Jesus' heavenly name we pray, amen.